Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the 99p Gen Z podcast. It's been a little while but we are back hopefully more regularly than we have been but uh, I can't make any promises on that end. Um, today we're going to be talking about blogs and uh, I have uh, the perfect people here with me. I have as usual uh, Connor Cook. Hello. And a blog specialist in Lizzie <laughs> who uh, is going oh to stimulate our, our brains I, I today. I really would not call myself a blog specialist but out of the people in this room, definitely. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the, the question that everyone hopefully knows the answer to, but we'll ask anyway, is uh, Lizzie, what is a blog? Well, according to google.com, love it. <laughs> a blog is an informal piece of discussion or, or kind of a running diary that's published on the web. Um, I think nowadays it's or at least in the business context, is more like small, informal articles, um, yeah. less than, I think, for personal blogs, are more like opinion pieces, like your own newspaper column, almost, yeah. that you write. Whereas businesses, I think it is more like um, small bits of thought leadership that you post either on your own website or sometimes well, post somewhere else. What's important to uh, point out is it's mostly written. Yes. It's, it's focused around the written piece rather than a video or I mean these days you do get multimedia mixed in so you've got like uh you've got podcasts mixed in they're featured sometimes as a snippet or you can get videos almost always accompanied with a picture like a you know a featured image at the very top mm-hmm. but um yeah I think currently they're quite uh, an established piece of content in the market for companies to sort of um expand their website help build their SEO and all that yeah. but Nowadays, there's a lot more content and variety of content out there. So I guess this podcast can try and look at where do blogs currently fit in to the content sphere. I think if you looked at this sort of, let's say, 15 years ago, to play it safe, and you you looked at blogs and you'd say that they were a staple of of this sort of uh, yeah the content sphere. And I think to to look at it now, there's obviously been a lot of change with you know the introduction of social media and other platforms over that that time and be interesting to see are they still relevant should we still be writing blogs yeah. um as, as a business bdb uh do we use blogs we do, we do. um we have a, a sort of fleet of in fleet it sounds very grand we have a, a collection of internal blogs that are on our website um and there we we kind of keep up to date with them like the the bd internal bdb marketing team write mm. them keep up to date they've kind of been incorporated into our company newspaper now the knowledge yeah and um, so every month i think we produce is it every month or every yeah, quarter yeah every month every month every month we produce i think 3 to 4 blogs and then every quarter they get rolled into a, a um, print copy a print a, a newspaper nice. Yeah, proper broadsheet newspaper. Yeah, nice. mm. So we're, if anything, becoming <laughs> more traditional yeah. in our use of blogs. But um, we not only do internal blogs, but we also write blogs for our clients. So yeah. it's part of our service offering, as well as something we do ourselves. The uh, one of the great benefits of blogs is, well, usually most pages, but especially blogs, will have a, a focused keyword, and that'll be if you could sum sum up that blog in one word or maybe like a short phrase. That'd be a keyword. So um, along with that, there's uh, almost like root root words, root keywords, I've forgotten the term, but um, they basically sort of help ground that article and sort of tell Google what it's about. So having blogs uh, written 
say an agency written about different things going on in the market at the time or different you know practices or methods that really helps google figure out what your page is about and that really helps sort of boost your seo mm. i always i keep taking it down seo route but that's why I see good. Like, i've seen that apparently companies who blog have a 90 have 97 percent more inbound links yeah than those that don't well it's because when you do research for a product these days mm. especially in b2b it's a, it's usually a lot bigger decision um so people will look for content i think there's a stat out there reading you have to read like so yeah I think it's 13 articles or something people <laughs> go through something odd <laughs> but it's they read 13 articles the buyers before they make a decision and it's these blogs that are held on you know company sites uh agencies sites that inform them and it get, helps you give you a better picture of what you're buying into mm-hmm. so that's why they're really you know good and relevant yeah. i think for me, looking at the sort of um, initial blog and, and blogs from, I guess, blogs of the past almost now, I think they are changing slightly, which we'll get into in a second. I think it was almost a way to just give that bit more detail, give, you know, a, you can really delve into something in a, in a blog or, as, as you were saying, and I think this maybe happened less so now and more, you know, back before social media, but you could start a discussion online mm-hmm. and have, you know, a, a sort of topic that you like to bring up and have um, have a discussion around it. I think um, a question I'll sort of, that's maybe not in the, the show notes here that I'll push in is, do we think it's time for blogs to change? Do we think that with the introduction of social media, with, as you were saying, these sort of multimedia blogs and people using video more, and for, for me as a, a lover of you know social media and video and photography, and I'd, I'd think that blogs should embrace the, the multimedia side more. Do you guys agree with that or disagree? Um, I think from a client side, um, I think there's there's always going to be a place for written blogs purely on a budgetary level. Videos take a lot longer to produce. They're often a lot more expensive to do well. Like ultimately, if you've got a good copywriter, you can produce a good piece of content which can greatly increase your SEO, increase your credibility, make you a thought leader. Um, you know, generally to humanize you in your sort yeah. of client size if also you... i guess you can sort of see videos as like art so it's a bit harder to sort of um, quantify whether they're successful or not because i suppose you, i mean you've still got the hard like data of like visits and leads and yeah things like that but i think but with a good blog yeah a good sort of grounding blog that's are but... you saying blogs aren't art uh, i am an artist uh, yeah i guess so <laughs> but... yeah sorry but I, I take that back <laughs> blogs are not i think looking at it um, from from that perspective, though, I guess more than anything, they're part of that because I think what a lot of people do now is they'll say, um, and this is sort of one of the things we'll, we'll obviously discuss here is, you know, oh, blogs are dead or this is dead or mm. we should stop doing this or I, I feel like blogs are, are still a part of that sort of content sphere that you discussed before and they they, they are as you said that they're a bit easier to produce. You can I feel like. You can you can sort of with with a blog you know with with a video you can you, you can edit it to a certain point and you can you know you can write the script for it and everything mm. a blog kind of works quite well that you can amend it after the fact you can yeah. you know, there's a lot you can do there to have a really solid sort of foundation piece on 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 something that then as you know as a an opinion leader in a business yeah. um, a decision maker in a business even you can then look at that and have that almost complete overview of uh, of you know a product or a service. Yeah. Um, or just a trend piece like we well, a lot of the ones we write for BDB and for clients are, they're like top five trends in whatever because a lot of people search for that it's listicles isn't yeah, it yeah gets you to the site and then also 
especially because another thing I do a lot of is trade media writing uh, for clients. Blog is really good in that you can control it. Like with a trade media piece and editorial, the publication that you're yeah. sending it to has a say. They don't like it. it's too promotional. They don't like it. Like they'll only want to publish things that are in their sort of calendar. Whereas if you've got a blog that's quite well followed, you can write whatever you want on there. Um, so it's a nice a piece of owned content that you can tailor and but it's less salesy than adverts so people feel a bit i think that's why podcasts have been so successful as well i think when you look at that you know it it is having your own voice and being able to control Mm. that voice and not have someone come in and say you know this is too salesy this is too this way or the other or just oh no don't do that topic that's not current you need to do this like whereas your podcast or your blog i guess it's that internal you know even on social media there's Insights, isn't it? There's a lot mm. more guidelines and rules, yeah, to, to what you can really produce on a blog. Um, talking about that sort of top five trends, the, the listicles, do, do, do you guys believe that maybe blogs have become slightly more, I guess like fluffy might be the term, where, <laughs> you know, well, maybe... loosely defined. Because, yeah, because I think more than anything, if you look at a sort of video now, it's all, you know, very, we're very overstimulated. Mm. So the second we have um, something that isn't catching our attention constantly, we, we tend to click off it. If you look at social media, videos on social media, I, I always tell people to do this. Next time you're scrolling through LinkedIn or Instagram, just see what catches your eye mm. and see how long it catches your eye for. And you'll realize how little time you spend on things and how little. Yeah, I think they're a bit really more grounding, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. But with the, with the blog, it obviously being text, maybe some images. Um, you have to hone in sort of focus on it for longer instead of just flicking about scrolling yeah. down the feed but do we think to adapt to that that blogs have become a bit more sort of fluffy and you know it's a top five here's five bullet points and you know it's a hundred characters and it's nice and the, short or the forms change I think yeah not necessarily the contents become more like frivolous like I think that's what I would describe that's a better fluffy. word than fluffy uh, <laughs> <laughs> fluffy's cute I wish I'd come up with that one yeah um, I think they've become shorter and more um direct i think direct and broken up and more in like a sort of bite-sized like wait like even for me people a person who writes these things if i click on something and it's a big wall of text i'm probably gonna go i do it all the time i do it almost every day i'll click straight off and mm. i'll I'll look at the next link i'll probably read it but i'll i won't enjoy it do you ever do uh control find if yeah, you're, if you're that impatient. <laughs> when uh, I was doing looking, research yeah. for essays, I definitely did that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when I'm looking at something very specific and I see a big block of text, I'll always hit Control F and you can basically search any keywords within the, the article and it'll jump you straight to there mm. on the page. But ideally, you don't want to have to do that. Yeah, so I think that's why forms change over the years. You used to get big blocky texts, um, but now... Um, you get blogs broken down into almost like paragraphs and then a like a, a little header above it. Yeah, it's and it breaks things like down super quick. Short introduction, numbered thing, and each numbered thing has a catchy statement as its first thing. And now, and, like links as well. Yeah. Because yeah. I, well, I think the speed we scroll at now, you know, if you think it on your phone or if you're thinking on, on a laptop, you, you go through an article so quickly that it does need to be here's the information you're looking for, we're presenting it in front of you. And and, and I think that's a good thing. I, I don't think we should have... Is it? Yeah, I don't think we should have massive walls of text. I think you still have, as, as Lizzie was saying, you still have the content there, you still have the depth there. I just mm-hmm. think you have to consider how you're presenting that more to people to engage them in that yeah. content. I think it does depend on what you're writing about. Like, If it's a sort of 
top five trends in blur, there is scope to just, here are the trends, here's a line or two about them and links to further information. Mm. Whereas some of the blogs we've written are like introducing a client's new product. Um, obviously we'll have the press release and all that stuff, but we also have a blog about it f- to give them more information. That's where all their social media links to. Yeah. It's where adverts on um, trade media websites link to. So for them, that needs a bit more depth and a bit less, like those people, if they've already clicked on it. Yeah, they've always confirmed their interest exactly. and you're sort of exploring that interest. Whereas for ones where the blog itself is kind of the, I don't know, the thing that you the want. The main piece. Yeah. yeah. Then I think then it, it's better for them to be shorter and less. I kind of like them. You get them now called like, you know, hero pieces. Mm. Where it's literally that the page is massive. It just goes on forever. But it's broken up, like we said, in very short um, bits. Yeah. And there's, there's links at the top that make you jump to, you know, halfway down if you're looking for certain things. But I kind of like having the vision that the blog is the main course of content and social media videos, you know, posts online with a focus around imagery. They sort of supplement and tie tie you into that main piece. And I like having blogs as the main things. Mm-hmm. Then when I go to the page and it is like a big chunky article, but it's broken down well and presented well, I can really get stuck into there. And I expect to find all the answers I need from that content. I think, but I don't you think could I almost, necessarily find that from social content. You could almost draw a graph with sort of um, the sort of engaging content and information. And I think you could plot on points in that we have things like social media and, and the sort of video side of things that are very, speaking very generally here, they are that more, you know, here's the information, it's right in front of you. You know, you have that little snippet. Maybe if you want more information, click through to, to teasers essentially. Yeah, almost. Or, you know, all that brief. A bullet point of mm. this happened in this way and you know or, or something like that um and then sort of down that, that spectrum you have the sort of blogs and i guess longer form podcasts sort of fit into that yeah. as well as there's no reason you can adopt uh, adapt a, a blog into a podcast and they still fit a sort of similar function as that you know deeper dive and it's well well it's the sales funnel isn't it you've got yeah. top middle and bottom towards the top is lighter content you know teasers to get people interested the further down you're going to get a lot more product or service like specific mm. stuff along with things that can tie into the blog such as like download buttons for a white paper yeah. uh you know get in contact so like blogs have become quite diverse in their function now uh, apart from being just informative they also provide the sales you know, lead yeah like the, if, if you have a good call to action at the bottom of a blog if people have read the whole thing like oh these people know what they're talking about yeah mm. oh, i think as well you, you can have that um, as people have confirmed their interest, if they are going to make a decision, if it is someone you know higher up in business that's saying, uh, you know, maybe we're looking for a piece of marketing automation technology or anything like that, we need to make a decision. It needs to be a well-informed decision. Maybe they go, oh, you know, the social media catches their eye. They read that blog and go, I feel like I have all the information I have. I need now to make this decision. At the bottom, there is a link to say, you know, buy it or, or go yeah. here or contact us. And you go, oh, I have the information. All I have to do is click this button. Yeah. It, it does work down that sort of that that path of uh, uh, to to a sale that sales funnel. It, yeah. it does get you right to the end of that. So what I want to know now is I want to know about your opinions and blogs. How do you like them? Do you like them sunny side up? Do you like them? <laughs> yeah. Do you like them easy? Do you like them chatty or do you like them more informative? I think for me, uh, the way I see blogs is I'm. Uh, a person who maybe doesn't have the best attention span in the world mm-hmm. I would much rather watch a video or listen to a podcast whilst doing something else about a topic 
but I do find myself, um, well, I guess for me watching, you know, if I'm trying to learn something is I guess the reason I'd go towards a blog. Mm. A lot of the time I'll watch a video because I'm a very visual person. I like looking at things and understanding things and maybe following along as, as I learn something. So you're um, like a media supplemented blog. Yeah, but I, I do like every so often if um, you're researching you know, social media trends or a piece of software, sometimes it is nice to go and read a blog and feel like you're getting all the information. You know that someone has read this through a lot of times and especially when um, people comment relevant things on a blog and you can look to the bottom of the blog and it'll say. So do you like a discussion bit at the bottom? I, I really think you uncover the, the truth about a lot of things when people start engaging asking questions it. and engaging yeah. with it. Because What's the truth like? proof that you've been effective if someone's moved to actually yeah, physically engage with it, it. Yeah. yeah what about you lizzie how, how do you take your blogs <laughs> um <laughs> i don't it's a bit tricky like the, the ones i've written are probably not the typical ones that you would see because the audience for a lot of our clients aren't the typical yeah. b2b audience like they've got maybe a longer attention span in general mm. um I like them. I, I really like them both as like a research tool for me when I'm researching an article. Like if there's a well-written blog, um, it's much easier that to read it, digest it, and then kind of paraphrase those ideas and then add to it yourself. Whereas if it was like a, a video or a, you know, something else, I think it's, it's harder to kind of just digest it quickly. Um, and I suppose, I, I think they're just a nice... I like writing them for clients because they, they humanize the client because we can be a little bit more informal, like a press release, you're very yeah. tied down to certain phrases and certain ways of saying things. In a blog, you can say what you mean a bit more. And you get that sort of nice feeling of almost feeling like you're helping out. Yeah. Because yeah. You, you're giving information to people that need it. Yeah, you feel less... Obviously, there is a place for sales content, yeah. but... Uh, and. I I think people respond better when they don't feel like they're being sold to, when they're just genuinely being served by something and want more of it. Um, so I like them in that way. But I can see how, for other people, they can be a bit old-fashioned. Yeah. yeah. Kind of what about you? You've, you've asked the question, I'll ask it back to you. How do you... <laughs> how do I take my blog? Yeah, um, what, what engages you in a blog or what disengages you from a blog? I think tone's quite important for me. I mean, it depends, obviously, what the content's on. But um, not too informal because I, I don't like them when they, hey. they use like slang. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a pet peeve. I think why it sounds like you know, hello fellow kids. It's like, <laughs> it just doesn't sit well. Um, just really straightforward, simple. Um, not question and answers, but almost it should answer all your questions very simply. Mm. Um, a good structured blog as well. Uh, a bit of visual, maybe supplement it with like a, a video podcast quite cool um always have links providing you know resources to people to sort of help them on their journey um yeah just just a, a nice simple functioning blog nothing too big nothing too long they can be <laughs> just ex- do the simple things right almost yeah right well um i think we'll leave it there for today guys thank you very much for for, for joining me on this one um Go forth and blog. Yeah, go forth and blog, all uh, everyone who listens, and, and enjoy your blogs. And next time you're looking at a blog, think to yourself, uh, what what makes I'm you leave a comment? Yeah, leave it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Honestly, leave a comment. If you do, what... the person who wrote the blog will be like so in an office somewhere, going in, in awe. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much, guys. Um, enjoy your blogs, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.